0: This was a really fun episode because I didn't tell Jordan what the topic was until we started because I wanted to hear her reaction when I told her that I decided to go and get certified as a sports nutrition coach and personal trainer, which is kind of a little bit out of left field for me. So uh, yeah, definitely listen. Some good content here. As always, please remember to check out our social media on Instagram. Also, follow us on Patreon for lots of fun bonus content. And we also have new merch in our Etsy store, which you can find in the show notes here. And I think that's everything. Oh, and please rate and review and subscribe because the more people that do that, the more people this podcast gets shown to. And we would really appreciate the support. Welcome to the Whole Scoop. I'm Ruby, a lifetime horse lover, equine nutritionist, and horse trainer.
1: I'm Jordan, I'm new to the horse world, but also a wannabe full time horse girl. Whether you're a first time rider
0: or experienced equestrian, join us as we share stories, wisdom, and tips through the lens of a holistic horsewoman. So I've been thinking a lot about this idea of whole horsemanship mm-hmm. which is something that I think like I've always kind of believed in and I don't know aspired to <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but I have never like really had the words to describe it necessarily if that makes sense mm-hmm. and recently my mom actually who works at a school was talking to me about the idea of the whole child being like mind-body-spirit idea and I was like that's what I that's what I've been trying to say for years <laughs> but about horses mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the idea basically is that like we need to take care of our horses mentally physically and emotionally in order for them to be sort of complete and well right mm-hmm. But also, I've always really believed that we have to do the same for ourselves because if we ourselves are not mentally, physically, and emotionally well, then we're really also kind of shortchanging our horses because we can't give as much to them. Mm -hmm. And we kind of talked a little bit about this actually in our episode with Emily, just in that like if you don't take care of yourself, you don't have anything to give back. Yeah. And so... I've been doing lots of thinking about this and about the human component of whole horsemanship and how really whole horsemanship is two things. It's showing up as a whole horseman, meaning you're taking care of yourself, mind-body-spirit, but also then as a whole horseman, being able to care for your whole horse. Mm -hmm. So it's this kind of two-part thing, and I've always focused so heavily on the horse aspect Um, But then I kind of realized that I have sort of forgotten about the human aspect in a lot of that. And so I did something really crazy. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I haven't told Jordan about this until this moment, for those of you listening. (laughs) Um, But I went and got certified as a sports nutrition coach for Uh people. Uh-huh. And also, I'm almost done with my, by the time this comes out, I'll probably be done, personal trainer certification.
1: What? <laughs> when did you even have time for that?
0: Well, she's sleeping. It's While only been like sleeping. two weeks. <laughs> God.
1: I can't even get certified in anything. And it's been like <laughs> a <my> year. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, I did that because I felt like I needed to be able to help people take better care of themselves so that they could then take better care of their horses. Uh-huh. So that's what I've been working on. Okay. <laughs> Great. When's the last but I time thought I that saw would be you? you. I don't. Well, I think I had started last time I saw you, but I wasn't like talking about it yet because I didn't know
1: yeah.
0: if I was really gonna do it to it. Yeah. So I was like just kind of playing around with it, but now that I did it,
1: wow!
0: I feel like it's time to share, and also it's something that you know a lot about. Yeah. Working in human health, mm-hmm. and so I thought we could spend an episode on talking about why it's important for people to take care of themselves in order to then better care for their horses. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm always into this topic. So I have some fun stats (laughs) i prepared. (laughs) So, equestrian. What is that? This is a remarkable. You ever seen one of these?
1: No! Oh, I'll let you play with this after. It's really fun. Ruby has a lot of new things going on here. (laughs) This is crazy. (laughs) Okay, so
0: equestrians guess how many calories an hour you burn on average riding you've told me
1: this before but i don't remember remember. 600 500
0: 394 (laughs) in general riding and up to 644 in more intense riding like jumping and dressage oh yeah and raining and cutting also count and that 644 yeah uh barn chores 308 calories an hour i love that including grooming your horse mucking Feeding, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, the average of 394 calories an hour is more than BMX riding, bodybuilding, and jazzercise. <laughs> 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 which I just put in there because I was like, people do this to burn calories, you know? Yeah. Like, you do jazzercise, the only reason you do it is to burn calories. I love jazzercise. And I mean, you know. Riding is better. Riding is better. Better better workout, which is yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Also the average vo2 max of an equestrian can be up to 75 percent which is quite a lot which is more than cyclists ice hockey and football (laughs) players this checks out yes and when you're riding do you want to take a guess at how many cups of sweat the average person loses per hour 10 20 so not in hot weather just in regular weather three and a half to six cups an hour of riding. Ew. Right? Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. So, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) I just keep coming back to, like, we all argue all the time that riding is a sport, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we're always kind of like, riding is a sport. Acknowledge Mm -hmm. us. But Mm -hmm. then also, we forget that that then means that we are athletes Mm -hmm. and that we have to take care of ourselves as athletes.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Yesterday, I was just... I mean Tater's been in in boot camp the last few weeks so I haven't ridden him in like three weeks oh wow yeah I was riding you know Montana's very well beautiful little trained horses uh-huh. who are like <laughs> little they're just so good um, and yeah it was it's tiring for sure um, riding any horse and I'm out of shape right now when when it comes to riding yeah um, but, uh yeah, I got on Tater yesterday for the first time in three weeks. And going from, like, also my saddle sucks. That's all mm. sure. Don't even get me started with that because <laughs> <laughs> all I see is, like, dollar signs uh-huh. flying. Um But, yeah, I got on him yesterday, and I rode him. And he's not – he's so much better. I mean, he, he was like, okay, 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 just saying okay to, like, all my asks, which is great. But he still has his little – things where he's like, I call him being like heavy on my right leg. Mm -hmm, He's still, mm -hmm. he's better. Mm -hmm. And like, when I'm like, Hey, get off my right leg. This is tiring for me. He actually does it. That's good. Then he kind of comes back and then I tell him again and he's like, "Oh, Oh yeah. Okay. But Holy crap. I like trotted him for maybe like six minutes yesterday. And I was like breathing so hard. I took a video after just of him, like a cute little me back with my boy uh-huh. and i didn't realize like in the back of background i'm like <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> like i'm breathing so hard it's like i just ran a freaking like mile or two miles like yeah so yeah but just i guess you just don't think about it and then i get off and i'm i'm like worried about him and i'm like oh get your saddle off you're so sweaty and you're so this and i'm still like haven't had any water and I'm, like, basically dying, and then I still, like, give him a bath, and I still didn't drink any water, and then I go and grab my water, and I drink, literally, it's like a 40-ounce bottle, I drink, like, half of it, just downing it, and I'm like, well, I'm so thirsty, didn't even realize. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, I don't know, I'm so concerned about him.
0: Well, you probably sweat a liter of water just... In that time, yeah, and it was hot. Cause it was yesterday. hot out, so
1: probably even more. So hot, I was so sweaty. <laughs> I was so sweaty, and so see, so I was like, "You're so sweaty," and like not even thinking about myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you good cat I mom. I tried to signal you
0: before oh. I started um, inhaling my coffee, but you don't always know when that things what kind of
1: things happen. Okay, cat <laughs> cat mom the cat mom coughing. Yeah, Co- <laughs> it's not our coffee. On, on the coffee. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> sorry. Okay, keep going. I'll <sighs> try to edit that out if I.
1: <laughs> no, we like, no, I think it's funny. Oh God. Okay. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> well, are... That's what we do here the whole scoop. Yeah. yeah. Anytime we say we're gonna life. edit something out, it usually stays in. Just, just keep it. it. Yeah. The cat is loafing right now. Your yeah. coffin. Okay. Yeah. It's good.
0: Um, You're sweating. That's yesterday. I'm just sweating right now
1: thinking about it.
0: But I think that's the thing. <laughs> is like I think it is so easy to put ourselves on the back burner because we have these animals that we feel rightly, you know, need our help. Like I always I've talked about like the cowboy code is take care of your horse before you take care of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And yes, so important because they can't take care of themselves Mm -hmm. and we're the ones that choose this life for both of us. Mm -hmm. So we do owe that to them. But also at a certain point, if you're dehydrated and then you're weak in the saddle because you're dehydrated and you're making bad decisions because you're dehydrated and then you pass out or you throw up or whatever. Your horse is the one that's really going to suffer, you know? Like, yeah. So I think that, like, it's it's hard to – and, you know, I'm notorious for this, like, especially back, you know, when I was, like, in college – I was, like, working at a feed store at the time, so my horses were eating all the, like, highest possible quality hay and all these really fancy supplements, and then I'd, like, go home and, like, eat dry beans because <laughs> I, like, had no money left for me, you know? And so, you know, I think it's easy to, to do that, to, like, prioritize our horse's health. But at a certain point, I think it's also important to remember that we're half the team. Mm-hmm. And, like, the analogy I keep going back to is, like, If you were on any team sport and you were doing all the things right of like well right in air quotes but like eating well sleeping well you're like visualizing and doing the mental work and you're like cross training and you have all the right equipment and and your shoes fit right and everything Mm -hmm. and then your teammate shows up and they're like Malnourished and out of shape and didn't sleep and ate Taco Bell for breakfast, you'd probably be like, What the heck? Like, yeah. I'm carrying the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I literally just ate Taco Bell for breakfast. I was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> but you're not you're not going to
0: work but out right now, right? No, like, yeah. it's okay. one thing to talk just, about breakfast. So like, like, you ate it today. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna
1: edit that. Out, okay. I used to no, I used to eat talk for breakfast. I mean, when I could eat it. Well, so it was good. because they accidentally mm. gave me two Crunch Wraps last night, so I had mm. an extra, and I didn't <sighs> want to make breakfast. Homemade Crunch Wraps. Have you ever made them? I need to. Oh, yeah, I make them. They're so fucking good. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I like stuff it with meat, way more meat than Taco Bell does. Nice. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. No, but I think just
0: like the idea that like we're you know we we're on this team, us and our horse, mm-hmm. and we put all this effort and energy into making sure that our horse has all their needs met and that they're performing at their peak. Yeah. And then we forget that we're half the team.
1: Yeah. 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 It's, um, I just read somewhere on some body worker or something. She was just talking about like not making, if you just have a single horse, like it's you and your horse, not like if you're a trainer or, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's people who ride horses for a living and that's their workout because that's all they have time to do. Mm -hmm. And they're in, they're in great shape when it comes to like riding a horse. Right. Um, but she was like, if you do just have a horse, and it's your horse, and that's all you ride, like, don't make your horse your workout, because it's, like, not fair to them, mm. you know? And um, meaning, like, go to the gym, or go yeah. do other things to strengthen your core and strengthen your legs, and, you know, like, for me, I do go to the gym, and I do, I do work on myself outside of riding my horse, but also... There's muscles that just aren't worked mm-hmm. unless you're riding your horse. So I guess it's, like, almost meeting it halfway. You're like, okay, I can work on my core a lot outside mm-hmm. of riding. But, like, those little inner leg muscles in your thighs, like, like as I touch mine right now, they hurt so bad. Um, It's just, diff- like, I don't know how to target them. I- what am I gonna do put a barrel outside <laughs> and just work on like squeezing it with my legs like well I can I tell could. you how to do it because I'm learning all about this but
0: <laughs>
1: really but it is trainer, you're right it's
0: not something that's like that's commonly like it's not something that you you get when you just like do your squats and lunges you know no. like you you have to purposely look for those exercises yeah it's
1: like functional training yeah yeah and I try to do that. I don't really... I'm not like a big, like, I'm going to just go squat it out girl in the gym. I'm like, what's going to help me in my life? Mm-hmm. That's the, Those are the exercises that I want to do. Um, but yeah. But still, I still... Like, if I go snowboarding, for example, I can prepare for that as much as I possibly can. And then you go and actually do it, and you're like, oh, crap. Like, I forgot I use these little muscles that I haven't used in a while or... Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like that. So yeah, it'd, totally. be, it'd be nice to... And I think the people that do ride all day
0: long should still probably be doing some kind of cross-training, maybe different than the people that yeah. just have one horse, mm-hmm. but because like, another thing that I keep thinking about is, I one time was on this road trip, I had a friend that won one of those Mustang lotteries, so you, you like, enter your name, and then if they draw only a certain number of names, and... If you win, you get a Mustang. You I win think. a horse? Well, it's like a, it's it's how the BLM like places their horses because they have more interest than they have horses to place. Oh. Okay. So rather than like doing an application process or charging a bunch of money, they it's like 120 bucks or something. But you have to like, you there's still an application process. Yeah. But if you're approved, then you get entered into the lottery, and then like so they only place like so many horses at a time. Oh. So anyway, my friend cool. won. And we had to go pick up her horse. And they live in Northern California, and I'm in Southern California. So I got my trailer, and I drove up with me and my dog, my new dog at the time, Benson. (laughs) He was just a tiny baby. And we went up there, and I picked up my friend that won the lottery and our other friend, and they're both also trainers. And they're two dogs. So there was three adult humans, and they have two big dogs, and then my tiny puppy, all in the truck, and my horse trailer. And we drove all the way up to Oregon, In like one straight shot Picked up this Mustang And turned around and came home (laughs) God, It was gnarly But it was like such a fun trip Because it was just like three horse girls Mm -hmm. Trapped in a car for hours and hours together Mm -hmm. And we were all like Kind of commiserating about like Our knees hurt and our hips hurt and (laughs) our ankles hurt and our backs hurt And we're like this was you know A few years ago so we were all like in our early 20s At the time and We were like why do we feel like this Like we should not feel this broken down Mm -hmm. at this point in our lives. And it's because riding, because it uses such strange muscles compared to the rest of our lives, Mm -hmm. it really is hard on our bodies. So Mm -hmm. I think, like, even the people that do ride all the time, they're probably in really great shape for riding, Mm -hmm. and they're probably pretty balanced, and they're not going to cause their horses any problems. But then they're actually going to end up just causing themselves problems because, like, you see all those old cowboys that, like, can't move. Oh, you know,
1: yeah. like it's it's hard on your body. You should so, see me when I get off right oh, now. Me too. I'm like walking like bull. I feel like I'm walking bull legged And I I rode for thirty minutes. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I'm thirty one.
0: I I if I don't take the time, even still, and I'm not like I haven't been riding because I just had a baby. So I I only have ridden like once a week or something since she was born. But If I even still don't stretch my hips every single day, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: they're, like, in agony. Yeah. And, like, it's just because I'm muscled unevenly, you know? And, like, we think about our horses being muscled unevenly. Like, when when you first got Tater and he had this really big round butt, but then, like, his shoulders were, like, (laughs) there was nothing there. That was our first goal was to, like, even out his muscling. So we didn't cause him long-term damage. But we don't think about the fact that we're unevenly muscled and we're causing long-term damage to our own bodies. (laughs) But, you know, anyway.
1: Yeah. No, you can just go on. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've been noticing that I'm more sore lately. So, I need to stretch. I'm really bad at that. I'm really bad. I've never been a stretcher my whole life. But also, I've played sports my entire life and I'm still like, eh. Yeah. And I need to stretch. Like who who does that? Speaking of, I just watched the Beckham documentary. <laughs> oh, how is it? It's so good. But like he he retired at what, 36, mm-hmm. which is like young but not young for like soccer, yeah, football, yeah. you know. But like if you watch those guys, they're like they stretch every like multiple times a day. Mhm. And for him to like be able to retire at thirty six and be like, Okay, yeah, my body hurts but like he ran his ass off yeah. until thirty six and I if I tried to do any of that, like <sighs> no. Yeah. I need to get on my Well and that's the other thing too is like here.
0: equestrians, like even you know, the the most elite pros, they don't retire young from yeah. their sport. Like equestrians keep riding. Mm-hmm
1: till they like till they're really. yeah
0: too old to do it anymore you yeah. know like even like I know several people in their 70s and 80s that are still
1: riding, riding
0: not as effectively as they used to but like they're still they, they don't stop yeah. you know and I think like a lot of sports that are as physically demanding as riding as horse sports mm-hmm. people quit or not quit but retire earlier yeah. because their bodies can't do it anymore and equestrians just keep going, whether or not their bodies want to. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're just
1: like, shut up, hip. Yeah, the quiet. I know <laughs> yeah. I got you replaced, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's for this reason exactly. <laughs> not for li- not for life and walking. It's for riding. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I I need to get on get on my health journey when it comes to like stretching and taking care of my body. And and then you know, then you add in other factors with like life and. Like, you know, you guys know I love therapy. Whew, my therapist has been <laughs> kicking my ass lately. Sorry, I said ass. Um, And now I said it again. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, my mental game has been so low lately. Like, my mental health has been so... Like, I've been trying to focus really hard on that. And so then my physical health seems to go down because I'm like my energy is being spent in my mind oh yeah it's been a struggle and then you know like yesterday I go and ride tater for the first time and I'm by myself I don't have moral support which is what I wanted I was like dad anybody please come up here and watch me ride like really like get, <laughs> get, get it together so I go out there and I was like you're not gonna be a problem today you are not gonna be a problem you're supposed to be fun I got you for fun and all I've been doing is like stressing about him lately because mm-hmm. I just because so it's like no no we're gonna have a good ride you're not gonna be added to my list of problems at this moment and he was great and we are we are good I did envision a good ride before I got on, too, though. Yeah. So that Well, helps. and,
0: you know, part of the reason you're, like, you know, working on your, your mental health and emotional health is also part of this idea of taking care of yourself so mm-hmm. that you can be a better horse person, right? Yeah. Like, sometimes having somebody else ride your horse for a little while so that you can work on you, which yeah. is what you've been doing, mm-hmm. is actually ultimately long-term better for your horse than actually, I would argue every time, than pushing through yeah. and trying to make it work and not showing up as a whole person, right? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes we have to put everything else on the back burner to take care of our
1: emotional health, and that's a good thing. Like, yeah. that's, that's reality. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good little break because Tater can feel when I'm feeling some type of way. Just like we've talked about before. And I was very frustrated with him. And I was like, I cannot do this right now. This is too much. Too many things going on. You're being a pain. A royal pain in my ass. And someone else needs to take care, take this right now. And that's what happened. And it's been great. I mean, also, he's green. So he needs some mm-hmm. training anyway. From somebody who is not me. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, with him coming back and riding him again... I'm still working on stuff and still struggling outside of, like, horses. Um, but, like, coming back, I'm like, okay, boundaries. I need to cut, like, I need to put a stop to whatever he's about to do before he even thinks about it. And we did that yesterday. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. Like, I guess I'm not going to get away with that anymore because he was an ass, like, three weeks ago. He We were just not in a good spot. Um... But yeah, it's really hard for me to set boundaries with him for some reason. And Montana's like, Jordan, I watch you in your everyday life, you set boundaries with everybody, you're really good with it, and you're as soon as something happens, you're like, no, absolutely not. She's like, why aren't you doing that with your horse? I remember having the same conversation yeah. with you with
0: Chance really early on, <laughs> where you just were like, you were kind of like, it was when you were really, really first starting riding, and I don't know that you were like afraid of him, but you were definitely like not standing up to him, and you're oh. kind of like letting him bully you. Yeah. And I was like, you don't do that with humans. Yeah, I know. Why do you let him bully you? <laughs> you know. And then eventually you got past it and you stopped letting him bully you. And then yeah. that's when you actually started like being able to get stuff done with him. Yeah. But yeah, it's really interesting that you have a different approach to the way you, you know, are
1: with horses. Yeah. Well, I like he. De- yeah, Chance definitely had my number for a while, and then Tater got my number, and that's why three weeks ago I was like. This is not good for me right now. I I want to, like, cry when I... Or, like, I was so frustrated. That I was just like, I'm done. I would be on him for ten minutes and i just get off. And I'm like, get away from me. Not really, because I love him. But I was like, go over there! Or I would, like... <laughs> I told you that I got off and I, like, hand-trotted him. Because uh-huh. he wasn't trotting. Yeah. So I was like, F you. I'm gonna make you trot one way or another. And he was not thrilled about it. But, um... Yeah, I... I think with, with the horses, I guess what I've realized is I, I don't know what, they can't talk. Mm -hmm. So I try to like listen to them as much as I can and like figure out if they're just being a little stubborn or Mm -hmm. maybe they don't feel like doing something or do they not know how to do what I'm asking or... Um, are they in pain and they don't they can't do what I'm asking because of that it's like so hard to figure out for me like it's only been two years I've only been riding for almost two years so I think it just takes time for like people to be like okay this is probably why you're not doing this or whatever so I didn't know how far I could push him like I don't want him to I don't want to you know kick him too hard or give him a little bit too much spur and then him rear or, or like have a fit and then buck, like I don't want to get hurt yeah. and I don't want him to get hurt. So then I'm like, okay. So then watching someone super experienced, which really helped me because I've watched Montana ride him the last three weeks, um, I've seen how much, like how much it takes for him to even give her like any kind of sassy like reaction She's like, no, we're doing this when we're doing it right now. And he's like, okay, maybe. And then he, like, throws a little bit of a fit, but he's not, like, doing anything dangerous. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's, like, a kid being, like, stomping his foot and then being like, okay, fine. So I was like, oh, I'll never ride you that hard. Like, my riding never will get to that point. That's what, that's what I, like, paid her for to, like, do that. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I've watched. Totally. So now that's given me a threshold of where I can, like, how hard I can push him and be like, hey, like, what are you doing? Why are you being like this right now? And we're not doing this. And then putting the appropriate amount of pressure on him, I guess. Yeah. So that's what happened yesterday. That's why our ride was successful, I think.
0: And I think, so. like, it's like any, any relationship you have with a person. Like, if you, like, the example that's coming to mind is, like, if you're partner and you have plans... To like go to dinner for example mm-hmm. and then they just all of a sudden the last minute are like i don't really feel like going you could be like why don't you feel like going like let's have a conversation about it but if they're just like eh, i don't really feel like it and they're kind of being a turd and you had like friends that you're meeting and mm-hmm. everyone's waiting for you you can be like no actually we're going to dinner yeah like this is where i'm putting my foot down and like there's a give and take right mm-hmm. and like there's some you know just like with horses like you have to be able to listen like you're mm-hmm. saying and like are you doing this because you're having an emotional issue or a physical issue or something's hurting you or you're afraid or you're confused? Mm -hmm. Or is it just because I'm not asking clearly enough Mm -hmm. or I'm not setting a strong enough boundary because you are also important in the relationship, Mm -hmm. right? Like being nice to your horse, or I guess even a better example than like your partner is like parents with kids, right? Like being a good parent doesn't mean your kid never feels any pain or you never tell them no, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Being a good parent means your kid feels safe with you and they feel like they can come to you and tell you things, but that you also, part of that safety comes from them knowing that you have boundaries and that you can protect them and be strong also, right? And I think it's the same with our horses. Like, If you never tell them no, they feel unsafe because they don't know if you're able to be strong or if yeah. you're able to be protective does that
1: make sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway no makes a lot of sense yeah and i think that's that's why yeah like our ride went well yesterday is because he didn't really try anything super funny but <laughs> a, he was a wiggle worm yesterday and a few times you know he has the whole thing where he wants to go towards the stalls and i was like no we're not doing that and i corrected it immediately without letting him get too far gone and he's like okay fine and he tried it like one more time and I was like no we're still not doing that and he's like okay and then he just stopped trying it and I'm not asking him to do anything literally I'm asking him to trot mm-hmm. around in a circle so it's not like I'm asking him anything that's confusing he knows how to trot and <laughs> that's it that's it yeah. I'm not asking him to side pass or like do something confusing to where he's like I don't know what you're asking me um yeah, anyway what a struggle <laughs> <laughs> but also but also fun. Yeah yeah
0: It's funny though I was having sort of a parallelish conversation recently with a client um who has like a lot going on in her personal life so she's had less time for her horse and her horse has been presenting some challenges but she still is like getting a lot of, her, like, refueling from her horse, Mm -hmm. like, she's really enjoying, like, just spending time with him, Mm -hmm. even if she's not being as productive as she would like to be, and I was like, well, that makes sense, because your personal life has been so busy, and then I was like, wait a second, your horse is part of your personal life, or is it not part of your personal life, or, like... I, like cuz i've always felt like my horses were like a whole separate thing than my personal life mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like the way that your horses are behaving or like your relationship with your horses at any given moment can totally impact your personal life and your personal life can impact your relationship with your horses but i always feel like they're separate yeah even for people that aren't professional riders like yeah. just i don't
1: know does that make sense yeah i feel like I don't know how mine is. I think, yeah, I guess it's separate for me, maybe. But they, the two things, definitely. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if my if tater like, it's pretty rare that he makes me mad or upset, but. I don't really take that home, I guess, and I don't, like, take it out on people Mm because, like, my horse is being a jerk, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But the other way around is that, like, if I'm having a hard time in my... No, that's not true either. Because Tater usually helps me. I love being around him, you know? Even if I'm just standing near him. Him and I have a really good relationship, especially on the ground, especially when I'm just hanging out with him, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't really take that. I don't take anything out on him. Like, if I'm mad that day or, like, I'm not going to go ride him and be, like, a jerk and be way more aggressive than I, like, normally am. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's separate to me. I think it's separate for me. And I, like, keep them in separate compartments in my head. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But some people probably just mix it all together. Yeah. Some people who are, like, more emotional, I feel like, would probably mix. Mm. Like, more... Li- I don't know. Does that make sense? Like I'm like a, I'm a logical brain uh-huh. thinker, uh-huh. so I'm not gonna bring my emotional like right. crap to my horse and be like that makes sense. Screw you because I had a bad day. You mm-hmm. know, like that's not that's not me. Yeah. Mm-mm.
0: I definitely have seen people do that. I know, and it's, it's very upsetting to me. It's very because upsetting. it's not the horse's fault. Uh-huh. Oh, speaking of, <laughs> for the listeners, we have new merch.
1: Oh yeah good segue. Uh,
0: one of our things is it says it's not the horses or it's never the horse's fault because that's what we say all the time. Yeah um, I got mine. I was gonna wear it today but it's not clean. I know I need to wash my shirt. Yeah um, my good boy tater shirt. Oh yeah we got a good boy tater we have wannabe full-time horse girl. yeah mostly they're Jordan <laughs> to be honest but they're all really good and they're cute and very classic
1: they're and so fun. Highly recommend. Yeah. I'm going to, like, wa- after I wash it, I'm going to wear it and take a picture with Tater. hmm Because I can't just post a picture of the shirt. I need to, like... Right. Pose it. Yeah. Shirt. It's going to be adorable. Yeah. And then he'll get slobber on it, and then it will be a real horse yeah. shirt after that. So. We did get them all in white, so... Yeah, I like the color, though. It's, like, a neutral or a natural yeah. light color. Yeah. It's, like, my favorite. It's my jam right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I still can't believe you're a personal trainer.
0: Almost, well, you're gonna be when this comes out. Maybe I will be.
1: <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah, but I, I only
0: that. I only have aspirations of of working with equestrians. I have yeah. no desire to like work in a gym or like
1: police. No, I would like, never. <laughs> if you were no. like, I'm gonna get a job at the gym, I would be like, no, you're not. <laughs> I refuse. Although I did think it's a really good. Safety fallback.
0: If it we have is. another rainy winter, and yeah. have like a another thing I could mm-hmm. I could do. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping if we have another rainy winter, I'll just spend my time working with equestrians mm-hmm. that aren't riding because it's raining, yeah. and I'll keep them in shape. Yeah, and there's maybe a, that'll be better.
1: Also, new profile on Instagram. There's a a person who does equestrian fitness, and yeah, he's he's pretty cool. He does like all the stretches and all the. Air one. When did you go to Erwan? Sorry. Oh, this is I off. didn't. Somebody brought me food when <laughs>
0: the baby was born.
1: I love Erwan. Where okay. is it? It's in Calabasas. Oh, okay. I think it's the closest one. Okay. It's so good. It was really good food. Buffalo cauliflower there. Oh. Oh, my God. We got soup. That's what came in this jar. You gotta go for the hot food bar. Okay. Sorry. Um. Anyway, the sequestrian exerciser guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's really great. I'll send you his profile. Who is it? I don't know his name. I'll have to find him. Is it Aoife? I don't think no. so. But because Noelle Floyd did an interview
0: recently with someone named Eva who uh-huh. does equestrian fitness. Yeah. There's a few of them out there. It's I think it's becoming more of a popular thing because I think people are finally realizing like, oh, the other thing that I was thinking about is there was another... The Noelle Floyd podcast is phenomenal. For people that like this podcast, you will definitely like that podcast. Uh, They had an interview with a saddle fitter almost a year ago now, last December. And I know because I remember I was on a road trip when I was listening to it. And they... I can't remember the saddle fitter's name, but she was fantastic. The interview was amazing. But she said that she could fit a saddle perfectly to a horse but if the rider was unbalanced or not strong it would undo all of it Mm -hmm. she was like there is nothing like rider strength and balance to make the horse strong and balanced yeah and the saddle is supplementary to that so she was like before you pay a saddle fitter get a gym membership (laughs) yeah and i was like okay like that makes sense you know Mm -hmm. like if you're flopping around like a sack of potatoes on top of your horse (laughs) of course your horse is gonna feel that you know more than the saddle not fitting right (laughs) you know
1: yep I know yesterday when I started getting tired I could feel like ow when I'm posting you know I could feel my butt hitting a little harder on the seat and I was like and then tater, tater started getting all willy-nilly, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we're going to stop here. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he knows. He knows when I'm off in a heartbeat. Remember I told you when I had my rib out? Mm-hmm. Two ribs. And my everything was hurting. And I went to go ride him, and he was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, after five minutes, he was like, I'm not moving. Yeah. He just stopped. And I was like, hello? Like, are you awake? And he was like, I'm not moving. I'm just going to stand here. I was like, Okay. You know that you're right. I will get off, and it, it I yeah I shouldn't have got on in the first place. He knows when I feel so, off.
0: I mean that's that's the whole crux
1: of this whole thing. You yeah. know,
0: is that like our horses see right through us, yeah. and if we are showing up as as you know <laughs> undernourished, out of shape, distracted humans, yeah, we cannot in our you know in any ethical scenario ask them to show up as whole mm-hmm, horses mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah and that was my like I was actually like so angry when I had this little epiphany because I was like so tired I have a newborn I'm not I have not slept since she was born <laughs> doesn't happen and I was laying down for a nap and I was just kind of thinking about this as I was laying down oh, no. and then I got struck with this like epiphany and I was like I have to do something about it right now and yep. I got this huge surge of energy and then I couldn't nap <laughs> so, anyway, don't you love? That was a few weeks ago brains. and yeah, and because I have all this time, I'm, it's supposed to be like a 12 week course to do the nutrition coaching and then another 12 week course to do the PT. And because I have so much time on my hands right now just sitting at home with a baby because I I can't ride or train unless somebody holds her. So yeah. my like schedule has been very limited lately. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting at home you know, six hours a day with her, and then I'm at the barn, like, three to four, which used to be the opposite, you know? And so I'm just studying these programs. How long did it take you for the nutrition? It. Uh, two and a half weeks. <laughs> 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 That's
1: amazing. Yeah. I love that for you. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Who, who says it takes 12 weeks? Two yeah, and a half.
0: right? Well, and to be honest, like, I did learn a lot from the course, for sure, but also... I think just being somebody who's always been interested in yeah. nutrition and already being an equine nutritionist, I already knew a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Like, I already understood how metabolism works. Yeah. I already understood, like, when your body burns carbs versus fat, because I already know all this for horses, mm-hmm. and it's not that different mm-hmm. in humans, so I was able to go through it a lot faster, I think, than the average, average person, person yeah. because I already have this knowledge.
1: Yeah.
0: And I studied animal science, yeah. which is again kind of analogous like I know it's animals versus people but metabolism is metabolism and macronutrients are macronutrients and minerals are minerals like it's not that different No. so anyway the personal trainer one's been a little bit more uh, in depth for me because it's it doesn't transfer quite as directly to horses so it's a little bit more Mm -hmm. like I have to study a little harder for this one
1: Mm. Um, which is a good thing in mm-hmm. growing my brain So yeah. anyway I did that did very briefly It was really hard The personal training mm-hmm. one I took the test and missed passing it by like a few Oh wow I was very annoyed And then I was like screw this And I just <laughs> I was like 21 Like I didn't yeah. care I was like eh It's not for me After you did all the
0: study yep. You took the whole course Wow mm-hmm.
1: That's a bummer
0: mm-hmm. I Should have taken it again
1: I mean, whatever, I wouldn't yeah. be really using it anyway. It's not like I want to be, you know, I don't need to be a personal trainer. I don't want to be that. But it's good knowledge. It is good knowledge. I still remember it. It's mm-hmm. just, and like, I use it for myself and other people if they ask me. Yeah. The other than that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Look at her little
0: feeder. Yeah, Where's Poppy's it? waking up, so I'm feeling like we probably should wrap up the episode.
1: Is she ticklish? Yes, She's so ticklish. Yes, we should wrap up because I'm going to squeeze you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, my God, they're so cute. And I found comfort hey. in the safety it would bring. Can't go
0: back. I'm This has been the Whole Scoop Podcast. The Whole Scoop Podcast was created by Jordan Holbrook and Ruby Doss and produced by Madeline Grass Doss.
1: Our theme music is by the band Wild Iris, and their music is available on all platforms. You can find
0: both of us on Instagram, as well as the podcast on Instagram and Patreon. All links will be
1: available in the show notes. Subscribe and review to support this podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share it with a friend. Or your farrier. Or your vet. Or your best friend. Or your Amazon driver. Or your mom. Or your horse. Or your trainer.
0: As always, please remember to check out our social media
1: on Instagram. Oops. Baby on the ground.